Because they, they all right, always- so. So yeah, uh, if everybody watching, I did correct the name. So if you hit refresh, it'll switch to Bubba Wallace, uh, and um, and that'll be that. But look, if 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 he was Bubba Watson, he'll probably be safer than he is as Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was I was doing the brother a favor. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this is that in sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide. Dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inge. Joining me on the show, we got FIFO 24-7. Shelton J. What's happening? Nikki Ducey. What's Gucci? And BZ430. What up, though? So, um, you got to see the title, man. Um, and everybody, I think they said my audio is good. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna talk about. Dak, of course. Um, you know, there's some new developments in in the world that could potentially impact the NBA as well. So uh, just here for the weekly sports talk, man. Hopefully, we only got another month or so to figure out what these shows gonna look like week to week before we get back to some real uh, sports talk with uh, surrounded by games. But anyway, um, all right, man. Nick, what you, what you got for us, bro? I mean, you want to? I'm not gonna bury the lead. Let's talk about uh, Bubba Wallace. Um, Man, I think I think B was the one who put who put it in the chat, but I think we all kind of saw it uh, in real time as far as the report. But yeah, they they coming for him because he's supporting the you know the, the Black Lives Matter movement. He's is he the only Black NASCAR driver? I don't think I he's think the what only. I've seen. Yeah. I mean, he's the know, most popular. I ain't, I ain't gonna say he's the only one in history, but I mean, I think he's. You know, I mean, like, yeah, right now. Yeah, I believe he is. I believe he is, Nick. I yeah. believe he is. Is he the only, or he just most popular? Well, you asking? The, I, I don't follow NASCAR like that, I don't so know like that. I based on most... my non-NASCAR knowledge, I'm saying he's the only black driver yeah. right now today. But he the only one, man. Because if there was another one, we'll know. You know how exactly. it is. Exactly. We know all the black people that are minorities in sports. Yeah, they just stick right. out. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but he found a uh, well, he had a noose hanging on his garage uh, stall. Uh, I, I don't know if it was at his house or during or at the facility where he drives. It was at the garage at the at the uh, at the track. Yeah, so, which so I'm assuming they have plenty of cameras, so I, I feel like they, this. This should be damn near open and shut case, in my opinion. Uh, you would think. You would think, you know right? Yeah, and it's and, and whoever put it there has some affiliation with NASCAR because nobody else has access to that area. So they they got an investigation pending. They're gonna find out who did it. And he, and he should be banned for life. No, more than Man. that, press, press charges and all that. Man, yeah, that's a hate. That's a hate crime. Y'all really think they're gonna find the guy, or they're gonna find us? I don't. Ken, I'm with you. I don't think they. I don't think they're gonna find him. In my opinion, I would be shocked if NASCAR, because I mean it's dope to see NASCAR supporting this guy. I mean, shit, they supporting one African American more than NFL support majority black players. Yes. You know, <laughs> I, I, I would be I would be somewhat amazed and surprised if NASCAR go through with this investigation and they find a person. And and we know who it is and whatever such and such. Like I I would be surprised. Like I'm with you, Ken. I'm kind of like, are we really gonna find it out? Like I don't think we are, but 
I would be surprised if we do. Um, and yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm with the brother. I'm glad this is not letting letting him break him. I saw I saw another picture where he was kind of like shedding tears because everybody, all the drivers and everybody was showing support of him. You know, in the race and everything. So I think that was dope. It's crazy, man. And, and shout out to Richard Petty, man. Richard Petty. I don't I don't know a whole whole lot about racing, but what I do know is I, I remember seeing the car, the forty three car, Richard Petty. He's the king. He made it famous. He he came out in support. Matter of fact, he's the owner of that car that Bubba Wallace drives. And he ha he's been not been seen since COVID hit. But word is he came out today in support of uh Bubba Wallace in this situation. And that says a lot, man. When you got some of these old heads who've been around since uh, NASCAR has been how it is and mm -hmm. we know it to be like a racist sport. That that's how it's always been portrayed. For him to come out and support, man, that just means a lot. It does to me, man. It, it's, it speaks volumes because he didn't have to do that, and he did. So shout out to him. You know, I I, uh, I don't know, B. Like, I, I think you and I, we're, we're on the same page in terms of how we um, how we looking at this one. Um, I would like to believe that they'll find this guy or whoever did it, because he didn't actually find it. Somebody that works there uh, found yeah. it for him yep. and uh, reported it, and they took immediate action. And from what um, – what's his name was saying, uh, the guy that was, on, that was on first take, the little white, the white guy, is he was saying that, uh, that they were taking it serious and, you know, that they've all learned a lot, you know, during this time about, you know, everything that's kind of going on. And um, and just you know how they were being complicit without even knowing it, and that they're all you know growing because they want their sport to be um, not seen as that way. Because you're right, Shelton. Uh, you, you I'm, I still think that as far as racist, just because you trying to protect the one black that you got, don't mean you're gonna change the thing. You got rid of the flag, and I think that's all. That's all great. Um, does that necessarily mean the players are? Um, no, but I think we are in a time where a lot of businesses and stuff are looking to change and move forward in a positive direction and get rid of a lot of these old things that honor uh, basically, you know, uh, this this idea of patriotism, which is a lot of bullshit anyway. But nevertheless, it is what it is. Like this old country was founded off of stealing shit and brutalization and, and, and murder. So none of the things that America is known for are original ideas. Nevertheless, um, you know, we're, they are trying to do something different. And I will welcome that uh, because hopefully that will impact the generation to follow. So, you know, for them to go back to something like a noose for people to be hung, you know, I, I, I don't, I mean, it's cool he said, you're not going to take my smile away, and, and that's fine, but that's still too damn passive for me. Like, shit, I don't, you know, you don't want to be the angry black guy, but, you know, that, that still sounds like, you know, you can be punk. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, you know, I, I everything I've seen, it looks like they're trying to do right. And I'm okay with that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But if you go look at the comments, no, no, no. That's on another story that we'll get to. But um, 
But yeah, Bubba, Bubba, hold your head. Because Bubba's done a lot. Bubba spoke out, and they made changes. They didn't have to do that. But Bubba was fed up like a lot of people, and they got rid of the Confederate flag. They lost some racist fans. And maybe the sport moving forward will be less overtly racist. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, man. Bubba's I don't know, but we'll see. I, I don't, so what, what's that? I say Bubba ass better start winning, though. <laughs> Win something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, it's, yep, we'll see. But has he won any races? I don't think so. I, I think he's placed, um, I think the best he's placed is second, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on hmm. Dang, has he ever been on the – don't they have a game? Don't they have a NASCAR have a, a, a racing game? One has he been on the cover? Probably will in this, uh, this next yeah. one. Yeah, now he's going to be on the next one, yeah. <laughs> he's going to have a Black Lives Matter mask on, too. <laughs> he, won, he won the Kroger 200 in 2013. And let's see, that's – Damn, that was seven years ago. Yeah. And in 20- That's what Bubba need to be wearing instead of that – that damn flag that he got around around his mouth, you know. <laughs> but hey, we'll see. But damn, a noose. How, how long? I, I wish I they would have took a picture of it. Right. I want to. I want. I'm curious to see how it sounds. Cause it, I mean, how do we know it's a noose? Maybe it was a rope. Was it hanging up in the locker? Yeah, we yeah, don't it was know. like in his in his um in his area in his in his garage for where his car goes. Hmm. So they was it like a lasso? That's what I was thinking. Like, what? <laughs> what if somebody just left something there on accident? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I got this for the pit stop, man. I don't never know when you come bring. <laughs> I don't know when we got to pull you, man. It's <laughs> a little tug of war here, man. But but yeah, man, you know when I um I was watching first take this morning, and the. Uh, impassioned speech that the guy that covers sports, uh, that sport for, for a while, uh, you know, he, um, it sounded like they're really, really, really trying to make changes in NASCAR. Um, growing up, it was one of the things that sometimes I, I like playing the games some, at times more than watching it, but growing up in Mississippi, when it's on TV and you got, you don't have shit else to watch, you'll watch it. And you knew everybody knew all the popular, you know, uh, racers at the time, and and I've I've been to uh, a racing. I've, I've been to a few. Have, have any of you guys ever attended one? Man, hell no. Nah. I don't I know never, you asked that. I never been to one. <laughs> I, I heard my boys have though. They say I, I've heard it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm, it is. I had to go when I was covering sports in Meridian, uh, Mississippi. We had to go to that. I've been, I've been to that. I've been to um, what's the shit with the bull? Oh, the rodeo. Yeah, rodeo. I've had, I've had to cover that shit, and we're talking about surrounded by white people. I've I was, never I've never known anyone any black person growing up in Detroit that was in a NASCAR. They said that hockey is like that too. Hockey is amazing in person. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, I've been to a. That's because of the fights. I've been to a couple of hockey games before during our during the Red Wings like heyday, like they they dynasty years. Um when they when they used to play Colorado Avalanche and 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 yeah, those games was crazy. Um but just my experience going to a hockey game, I mean, 
white folks that was there, it was cool as shit to me. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I didn't feel like, oh shit, I feel kind of out of place in here or nothing like that. Like, they was cool right. when I went to the hockey games. The times that I went to the hockey games, so. But I've never been interested in going to a NASCAR event or going, you know, going to see something like that. Yeah, yeah like, for I, me, like, me, I'm big in the cars and I watch NASCAR every now and again, but I don't necessarily, like, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever go. Um, that's interesting. The most redneckish thing that I've done is I've been to like a monster truck thing, you know, where they be oh, jumping yeah. cars and stuff. Yeah. Those. It was pretty cool. I didn't feel no type of way about like the people that was there. But Noah was- Perez yeah. said Bubba has been in the, in the top 15 in the last few races, and they said he almost won today. See, see, see? Yeah. If they really cared about this brother, they would have let him win. Just let him go on and win for the win for the culture. Come on, I saw man. something like they, they pushed his car to the front. Something, something. Yeah, I saw that. No, man, you gotta earn wins, Ken. We can't. Yeah, just, I was gonna say. Just us. Come on, man. What type of? They already take the Confederate flag. They always won for you, bro. Hey, look, brother. Hey, earn your earn your win, Bubba. Earn your win, bro. Ken, he got a morality hey, win. <laughs> huh? What'd he you got say? a morality win. That's what he gonna get that win in. Anything else he gonna have to earn that. Mm. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, um, what else we got? We, uh, we could talk about some other sports before we get to like the NFL, NBA stuff. Because um, I just saw on the ESPN's website the MLB PA, which is probably the best PA of any sport, has rejected their uh, the MLB's sixty game offer. Um, they voted 33 to 5 to reject the offer um, that also had an extended playoffs, too. So I don't know what that means for baseball this year, but it, 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 it means it's over, is what it means. No baseball? <laughs> I, there's no baseball. There's no way. They can't, they can't agree. First off, um, MLB is trying to get them to take a, a lesser salary. So I think they're trying to pay them 70%, and they're asking for 100. That's the biggest obstacle in that whole conundrum that they're having. And neither side wants to budge. Everybody wants to be the man. No, don't nobody want to give in. So I think they're done anyway. I, I just feel like it's done. I, I don't see how they can recover at this point. Because nobody, unless one side just completely gives up and gives up more, it's just not going to happen. Because that's where, that's where the issue is, the money. But so they don't, don't want to play the reduced games for – and okay, so wait. So the last I saw that they were talking about 60 or 82 games or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and they didn't want to do that and not still receive their full pay? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. What kind of shit is that? Because they still, I, I guess, contract-wise, if, the, if, if I sign a contract and I'm supposed to get paid this amount of money this year and I'm still playing baseball – why am I not getting my full amount of money on that contract? Why do I have to reduce it just because the game's reduced? Because you because you haven't played all of those games. That's why. Correct. Like the whole league is not playing the game. You didn't get hurt. But but and- but here's the thing though. Like like contracts aren't necessarily based by like per game. It's based on the year. And if we're gonna play the year, I want my money. It's not like like my contract. Selfish, man. Is, I'm gonna make this amount. It, it, it really is. Is How is it selfish? selfish? That's How not is what the contract language is. Exactly. Literally, that's not what the contract language is. It's selfish in the sense that you know that the sport is hurting 
as a whole. And you got to think some of those teams are, are floating by, you know, like the A's and some of those guys don't have, just like some of the other sports. Some of your lesser teams are the ones that, that are hurt the most in situations like that. They can't afford to pay you without fans in the, in the stands. Man, my pocket's hurting. My pocket's hurting. That's what the players are saying. My pocket's Everybody's hurting. is. But, 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 but here's the – Shelter, let, let, let's be honest. Baseball's attendance is not what drives their revenue. Let's be honest. You, you, you look at them, them, them empty-ass stadiums, bro. They don't be packing stadiums throughout <laughs> the season, They really don't. Until October. Yep. They really don't pack the, 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 the stadiums like that. So, come on. Let's come, let's come off of the ticket oh. thing. The majority of their money come off of that TV revenue. So, sometimes, so in some cases, a lot of it comes from TV. Now, that's, that is definitely for sure. But you still talk about, like, look, like, look it up. It's, it's 69 million people went to games in 2019. That's a lot of, a lot of people went to games. That's a lot of money to make up. And you know how expensive it is to go to a, But you know how expensive it is to go to a baseball game? It is one of the least and most expensive place, the sports to go to. You can get, like, a yeah. ticket for, like, 30 baseball bucks. Baseball game? Baseball? A baseball game. Yeah. Right. I've been to baseball games for twenty dollars. Exactly. Yeah, but you, where did you sit though? Like you think about that ain't the, the that ain't that ain't the question. That ain't the question. It's about attending the game. Period. But the lower level seats, how expensive they are, the food—that's a lot of money you you giving up. So you talking about somebody that's trying well, to have a good time? We just talk about the game itself. Well, like, well, but what I'm saying is when you when you take that money out of the equation, you got to take it from all places. If everybody else got to take a pay cut, everybody the owners losing the the Ticket booth people losing, everybody losing, including the players. So everybody got to put in a little bit. So but your so, pay cut ain't, ain't equal to my pay cut. The owner's pay cut isn't equal as far as how much it hurt me as much as a right. player. And it shouldn't, be, know, it shouldn't be equal, but it should be something. There's no so, way I can pay you 100% when, when we're not getting 100% in return. So I know where they get the 70% from. So I just Googled it. The first thing that comes up um, is saying that Thirty percent of MLB's revenue comes from the from the gate, so they want to pay seventy percent of that of of what that salary is because thirty percent of that they're not going to technically have. Right. So, that, so even even if, to me they should get at least eighty percent anyway. That way you at least you're being fair. You don't you're not making them give up everything that you're giving up. But this pandemic but, had it was it, it it surprised everybody. So like. You can't just redo contracts because of a pandemic. But there are a lot of I'm like CEOs and presidents of universities and and other people are are taking money now. Like, I, I, and I'm sort look. I, it is selfish. I do think it's selfish. But I will say this: on the other side, have the owners agreed to take any pay cuts themselves? A lot of them have. Like a lot of those play, a lot of those owners in, in uh, upper management aren't paying themselves at this time at all. So the major baseball, yeah. Because you look at who is it? is A Rod is not not getting paid. It's a couple of them that aren't. They cut their salaries. Plus the the front office um, got rid of certain employees and cut their salaries in a lot of the teams. So in saying that, if they take a pay cuts to, down to nothing almost, you could at least cut yours back to at least eighty percent. You can't get a hundred. There's no way for you to get all your money. It just, it just don't work like that. I don't think it should. I mean, got a gripe, but I don't think it should. All right, so let's see. They want them to take another pay cut. Hmm. So it looks like they agreed to take one pay cut, but won't do another one. 
So if that's the case, because this whole shit's been confusing to me. But either way, man, like this whole thing has been confusing to me. And I, I think it's a bad look for Major League Baseball. Um, the players look selfish. The the owners look greedy. And, and you know, no one's coming to the resolution. They're not really working together. And I was really interested to see or, or feel what does a 75-game season feels like in, in baseball. Does, does it make the games that much more impactful or meaningful? You know, you only have a limited number of games to make the playoffs. That would have been interesting to me. But they're, they're, they're harming themselves because they could really be the only sport playing right now, possibly, theoretically. But because of this, or they can get a head start on everybody else, and then people would be forced to watch the sport. Maybe they get no fans. But alas, that is something that they didn't choose to do. But whatever this agreement was in March that they agreed to, looks like it will be the plan. And if what I read a few seconds ago, if what they were fighting over this time was a second pay cut, then I'm with FIFA and Nick. The owners are on that bullshit. So if somebody in the chat, if you guys can let us know in simplistic terms, uh, that would be great. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. So you know, we'll see. I got a, a random question. Did y'all know the ESPYS was last night? No. Oh. And no idea. Yeah, I I don't know. If, I was just watching TV and I saw that they were showing clips from. I don't know if it was Russell Wilson and Sierra hosting it, but they had a lot of time on on the show. But they did they do it like virtually or something? Yeah, or like, most of, yeah, um, most of it was virtually in it. Like they had like some players do like a like a recorded message about like certain categories and certain awards so and who, stuff like who won that. What? You know who won what? I got the list. Hold on. The Muhammad Ali Humanitarian Award that went to uh, Kevin Love, Nelson Cruz and the Minnesota Twins. The McCourty brothers from the Pats, Maya Moore, um, Titus O'Neil from WWE. Let me see. What else? The Pat Tillman Award for service, Kim Cavill for boxing. Let's see. It was, I mean, it wasn't like anything really that interesting, to be honest, as far as the, the, the award winners. It wasn't like, I don't think they really did any big awards for real. It was just more about like the humanitarian stuff and courage awards and stuff like that. Yeah, because it couldn't be no best team because, I mean, yeah. a lot of sports got, got canned. Yeah, or didn't even finish at all. Right. So, yeah, it was just pretty much like all the feel-good awards. But, yeah, it, it came on last night. Uh, Russ, and, Russ had a, a Black Lives Matter message. Part. I think it started off the show. It was with him, that one soccer uh, person who took the knee, like Cap. I forgot her name. But uh, she was in it, and I think someone else. But, yeah, they did a Black Lives Matter tribute. And then Russell Wilson had like a little skit that he did with Sierra as far as walking the red carpet. But everybody else, all the superstars were like cardboard cutouts of themselves. So. Damn. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, they promoted it probably shittily. Like, it was just, I don't, I didn't hear a peep about it really. Russ did a Black Lives Matter, huh? Yeah. 
I thought the same thing too. <laughs> I was like, right, goddamn, we got to this point, didn't we? <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on before let's I move on. Yeah, I say, we, we, we try to do solidarity, right? Black fisted over here, solidarity. Um, we can go to the NFL topic. This is, I think Kyle, Kyle's been hitting me up trying to request this topic for the longest. Obviously, it's about Dak signing that franchise tag um, for $34 million. So, obviously, we got to this point throughout all those arguments and disagreements about Dak's contract. He signed a franchise tag. So, he's good for one. This, he's still going to get paid the most he's ever gotten paid, but it's only once uh, for one season. Do y'all think that the Cowboys will draft the QB next year? Who want to go first? I, 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 hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a wrap for Dak in Dallas. He might as well give it up. Wait, so, so Ken, you think you think it's a wrap regardless of how they do? Like, or, or like, say, if, if Cowboys get to the NFC or make it to Super Bowl, do you think it's still a wrap for Dak? For yep. I, I, I think Dak – that needs to go fully black this year because he ain't going to be back in Dallas at all. He needs to be out there kneeling with everybody. He needs to do everything else because he don't play. He don't tap dance for Jerry. And, and Jerry didn't, didn't, didn't uh, do right by that brother. And that's it. He got Andy Dalton. So if there's a quarterback to be had, and we know the Cowboys are at least good for at minimum, at, at best, eight and eight. So, you know, they'll. I, I think they'll I think they'll drive for quarterback, man. They done with that. Look, I told y'all they don't want that like that. I'm gonna stand behind it. Everybody else getting paid except that Prescott. That man deserves to get paid. That man, at least in one season, went what 13 and 3? Yeah. So you know what the man can do. Pay that brother. I still don't think he's top 10. Or he was top ten last year. That that was the whole thing. But in terms of getting paid, I always said he should have gotten paid, and he should be paid now, because one of the arguments Nick said was statistically, and a lot of people say statistically, the numbers are there. It didn't translate to a lot of wins. He got it on a lot, beat up on a beat up on a lot of teams. I know they may be using that in the negotiations and holding holding that against them. But it is what it is. That Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones never really fucked with that like that. We all know this. Remember how long it took him to 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 uh, name Dak the starter when Romo got hurt? Just follow, look at the history. Follow the action. Yeah, but the fact that he moved on though, you know what I mean? That was he what, had no choice. Remember? I, I think I think man, if he have a good year this year though, and like you said, if they make it to if they can make it to the NFC Championship game, he'll be back. I, I think that he does have to go a little bit further to prove it by making it there, but I think he'll I think he'll bring him back. I don't I don't think Jerry is that far off. Let me I ask you this, Shelton: Why does he have to prove it this year? And I think that's like I know we have our internal debates here on the show, and it's about one thing; it's less about this, this money issue because we're all aligned there. Why do you think Jerry, after what he's seen, thirteen and three, want to play off? game, as Nick loved to say, was a throwaway from beating or went toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. What more does he need to see? I, I just feel like, A, <laughs> you know, the color of the skin does make a difference. And B, I think that he felt like he's been burnt before. 
Jerry has. So Jerry just would rather be short. Burn by who? Burn by who? Just, just in general with some of the decisions that he's made by players. And, and I'm not saying That's a long time right. ago. Why, I, I, why? No, I'm not saying he's right. I, I think he's completely wrong. I think he should pay Dak and just get, keep it moving because Dak is the face of the franchise. That's exactly what you should want if you're Dallas. I don't think you can do better at this point in the draft unless you're going to get a Trevor Lawrence or um, what's his name, uh, Justin. Other than that, Dak is your man, and Dak yeah, has proven himself to be I, durable I think, and a leader. I think regardless of how the season ends, based on how we got to right here right now, He's done in Dallas. Whether it's this upcoming draft or the next one, I think within the next few years he's either going to be traded or he's going to be released. Um, I just like Ken is saying like <laughs> he's never had a losing season as a QB, as a starter QB. He hasn't had a losing season. You can't say the same thing about Carson Wentz. You can't say the same thing about um, a, a, a bunch of other plethora of quarterbacks who are still starting and who've gotten paid. I mean, look, even Jimmy G has had, had losing seasons. But it's just – I think it's really honestly just the fact that he doesn't think he's worth that money. And if he gets to an NFC title game, what what do you think he's going to say at the contract? Like, he's going to be like, I want, you, I want you to double that. I want to get Patty Mahomes money. Because I just, I just took the America's team to, the, uh, to either a title game or damn near close. So, I, yeah, I, I think Jerry has made his decision. He's shown his true colors when it comes to that. And, unfortunately – I just hope the brother doesn't get hurt this year. Pretty much. Me too. That's that's my hope as well. I, I just want him to prove everybody wrong and prove that he belongs. Um I, I just hope you pay that man during during the year at some point. Just say, let's go ahead and get this done. But I would really like to be a fly on the wall to see why it's not done yet. So Shelton, um he's gonna sign his franchise tender and I believe he has until July 15th to negotiate a long-term deal. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't happen by then, then, you know, you, he becomes a free agent. And, you know, obviously he can sign another franchise center and sign a long-term contract at the end of Correct. the season. Okay, Correct. So, I can see, so I can see. as it stands now, then, he, um, he has until – they can still negotiate until August. Right. Either August 15th or July 15th or something like that. I think okay. they might have extended it. All right, so I'll 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 say this. That will tell me everything I need to know. You, it, it don't even got to get to that point. It already is what it is. Because if, I, if I feel what, you. What what is three weeks? Well, what is a month from now or a few weeks from now going to change? A whole dinner. It's been two years almost because we but, knew this contract I'm, was coming up for the last couple of years. But check this out. I, I think that him going to sign the franchise tag could kind of mean something as well. Maybe they are in, in better talks at this point. Let me get this signed so we get more time and we get this done. That could be the case too. And like I said, at the same time, you know, at worst case scenario, you look at how it was for um, – what's his name in um, Minnesota? Her cousins. Uh, yeah, cousins that it, how it was for cousins in Washington. How, he, how, many, how many franchise tags did he sign? Two? Yeah, but he, ain't have, he, ain't have the, he didn't have the pedigree of that. He didn't have a – he didn't – he lost a lot of seasons. You know what I mean? He's been hurt. Like, Dak – you can't say those things about Dak. Like, Dak has always started. Dak hasn't had a losing record. Regardless no, of how no. Played. Right. I agree. I agree that he shouldn't have to. I just still think that's what they're going by, though. That's what – that's kind of how – you know, I'm, I'm playing – trying to play the other side than I'm on, if that makes sense. 
that's kind of how he's looking at it. And that's probably how they're going to treat it. So, you know, they're not saying what he deserves. I know what he deserves, but what he deserves and what he gets is two different things. So we just got to see how, how it plays out. But I, I, I don't think he's done. I think he's going to be in Dallas long term because they ain't got no way to get no no replacement for real. Like I said, they could trade him. Tra- you say trade him? Yeah. That's possible, but I just I don't think it's probable. Yeah, who's, like I, said, I think you're back. Like, like who's going to trade something to get that? Like what team is really someone, out there? Someone who may be a, a, a QB away from making a run, like the Bears. I can, I can see the – The Bears – Possibly the Browns. Mm, if, ba- I, if Baker, if Baker has a bad year, they'll trade Baker. They'll let him go. But I, but I they, think they would rather draft somebody with with, with a higher upside. Right. Uh, I, I mean, what's I, but that's a but this is a guarantee. It's not. There's no upside. It's not a guarantee. Them. It's not a guarantee. And, and and I want to pose one question to everybody on the panel right now. What is realistically what is the difference between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott? Winning. Leadership. Kirk Cousins is one, two. Leadership is questionable. All right. Why are we questioning? Why are we questioning now? When, when we look at the when we look at the when we look at that stuff, yeah, that, that those intangibles do make a difference to me too. But talent wise, people can say they count on the same level. So and and, and, and Kirk nah, uh, Dak is a better athlete than, than Cousins. Don't do Dak like that. I'll give you that. It's slightly better. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk is a pretty good athlete. Kirk yeah. don't run. Kirk does not run. But, but Kirk is a little bit better throwing than that. Yep. And Kirk is Kirk is elusive in the pocket. He's not a better athlete. But it, but at quarterback, I'd rather have more pocket awareness than just straight flat running. Um, mm-hmm. The reason why I bring Kirk Cousins up is because I feel like they're in the same tier of quarterback. I and I think Kirk Cousin got paid, and, and at the time he was one of the highest paid, but not the highest paid. Or was he? Maybe, maybe I, he was I, the he was one of the only few quarterbacks to get a fully guaranteed contract as Kirk Cousins. Okay. At the end of the day, I don't know if if Dak is going to get what he truly deserves, but Kirk Cousins is a good barometer of who he is and arguably what you're going to pay for him. And then you have to look at how that hinders you. And, and, that, and that's always been all these weeks that we've been talking about Dak Prescott's contract. What is that? What is that rank? This, that, and the third. That's all I've said about Dak is the fact that you got to have a lot of pieces around him. And when you pay him that much, it limits the pieces that you put around him. And right. I, yeah, he hasn't been hurt. Yeah, he's been really good. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers threw the miraculous pass. But at the end of the day, is he truly a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Is he a guy that you truly believe that's going to get you over that hump because you're going to pay him like he is? Either way, it's fucked up. And if Kirk Cousins is the measuring stick, that's cool because Kirk Cousins got paid multiple times, guaranteed money, without being an average quarterback in terms of winning. I think what he just won his first playoff game. I might be wrong with that. I don't know. And you're uh, what? You're seven or eight? Yeah. So, um, but he got paid. So we'll see, man. Like, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll be fair. I'll wait until August or July. I'm, I'm more or less still with Nick. Like I've seen what I needed to see. 
But there is some evidence, like Shelton said, that there may be something. And if, um, like uh, BL pointed out in the chat, if it's the difference between four or five years, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. My thing is, like, the whole pandemic, you've had nothing but space and opportunity to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. If, a, if a, Like, no one's doing nothing. So you have nothing to you, – you have more time to talk now than probably ever. And you're still and, – and luckily for football, it ended before the whole pandemic happened. So you, you've had all this time to do all these conversations and we still come up with a franchise? You know, you, 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 you would think that, but a lot of times, man, a lot of it's on what we're going to have with the season, what's going on. It's kind of like – and in layman's terms, it's like if we, we might get laid out from our job, so let's just wait and see if we're going to take this honeymoon trip or this trip we're about to go on. Cause you know what I'm saying? We we going to the beach, but I don't know if I want to go because I don't know how it's gonna look next week at work. It's kinda like that with them too. So they really don't know. But then why have know. the draft? Why why do the draft? Because the draft, you're dealing with contracts right then and there. But see, they, they did that part, but that part is pretty much set in stone. But if you yeah. notice, I saw something today that they're talking about pushing the season back to January at this point. So, really? Yeah, yeah that's what I, that was my next question was gonna be about like some of the NFL players are talking about they are looking forward for the season to be delayed. Yes. So, so a lot of the stuff that would normally happen, like some of these contracts and some of that kind of stuff is kind of like in limbo too. So that plays a part. The pandemic would make sense if it was just straight time and we knew, okay, we know we got to start date for the season. So that kind of throws a lot of stuff off schedule too, off kilter too. So if you notice a lot of people are sitting there waiting on money Jadavion still waiting on some money. Um, Cam doesn't have a team. A lot of these players, you know, are kind of like in limbo. And some of them are signing because, like, like, like Jamie signing with, with uh, New Orleans was like a panic move, if you look at it from my perspective. But I, I feel like we just in a limbo state. So it's Clowney different this year than the end of the year. Cl- Clowney turning down money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Clowney. Like his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy acting like he the baddest bitch in the club. Like, nah, like, you're uh, not. Geez, bro, like, I think it's 15 mil for, from Seattle and the Browns. Like, I get the Browns, mm-hmm. but to turn down Seattle like that, I I, I don't know what your asking price is, bro. Yeah, but that's probably about, probably about 18. I think I would take – I would have took the Seattle deal just to be back on that team, play with mm-hmm. Russell one more year. Yeah. Just to, um, see, just to see what can happen because that – you know him in the playoffs with Seattle is scared. Yeah, you can. It, it's a perfect situation. He can be lazy, right? Season and let Russell do all the work, and then he, mm-hmm. he you know, show up in the playoffs, right? And have it, you know. So that, that's why Clowney want to go to a playoff team because he don't want to have to work that damn hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, there's another uh, player that's dealing with contracts, or he's talking about trying to move teams. Jamal Adams. We talked about this in the chat. Um, the safety from the Jets is he is he as good as uh, he think he is? Hell yeah! Yes, he is. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. Well, you, well, you got is he the best safety? In, is he the best safety in the league? Arguably. He's one of them. Yeah, he he's up there. How you gonna say hell yeah? Then you gonna say arguably? Hell yeah he means that he's the best safety, safety in the league. Because there's other great safeties as well. Um, Jamal. So how does he stick out? Huh? How does he stick out? Because because he does a little bit of everything. He's yeah. great at coverage. 
He comes up and he packs a punch. Um, he, his awareness is up there. He, he was ready to play day one. And there, there, there's a lot of football players that come into the league but there is very um, that are ready to play, but there's very few that have an impact the way he's had an impact. But obviously a safety isn't going to turn your team around. It's, it's got to stack pieces. And the Jets, the way that they've been ran over the last 15, 20 years, they just, they're not right. They haven't been even decent since the Rex Ryan. And we talk almost, that's almost 20 years ago now. Right. You know, so, so to me, yes, he is amazing. He's great. He's impactful, but he ain't going to do nothing for the Jets. So the Jets might as well move on from him and get what they can. Look, look, look. You, and I keep preaching this, right? Like, and, and, and Ken and, and Nick are both in the Madden League with me. Move on from players. Get draft picks. Get younger. Get more talented. Get cheaper. Look at what the Dolphins did last year, right? Everybody questioned Laramie Tunzel and Mika Fitzpatrick. And it's worked in their favor. Because at the end of the day, when you can't win, you have to make wholesale changes and you got to bring in the talent and the people that are right for what you're trying to build. And what is the direction of the Jets? Yeah, they got a, a, a quarterback in question that, you know, all right, is he a franchise quarterback? Is he just good? Like, is he Kirk? Like, what is he? We, we still don't know because you still haven't even put nothing around him. Move off of Jamal Adams, get you some draft picks, protect Sam Darnold, get, get him more weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. they have to have a plan, and I don't know what the hell their plan is. But Jamal Adams is amazing, and he needs to go to a team where he can take them over the top because it ain't the damn Jets. The yeah. Jets is asking for too much. They asking for two first-round picks, a partridge, okay, and a pitcher pear tree. You know, like, it's, it's, now, it's, it's too damn much. Come on, man. And then, you add, and then, and then whatever, team he, whatever team he gets or gets traded to, he's asking for 20 a year. Cause his contract yeah. about to be up. He's asking too much. So, he ain't that good. He ain't that good. I'm, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna ask my own damn question. He ain't that good. Yeah, he's good. He, this position is just not warranted to get that kind of money. You're not gonna get mm -hmm. defensive end money at safety, but he he deserved to be paid like a top safety. But he's asking for a top defensive player money, and that's a little different. Plus, it's like you said, FIFA. Um, moving on sometimes is in the best interest. You talk about Minka. Minka was becoming a cancer with that team in Miami. So moving on from a cancer, and that's what Jamal's going to be right here with, yep. with the Jets. So you, you got to get that, that stuff up out of there and, and get younger players in that you can groom and kind of teach your way. So when you do start making moves and turning that corner, you got the right attitudes to go along with it. And you can't keep nobody that want to be kept. Yep. But he's not helping his cause telling fans he want to go to Dallas. <laughs> so... I don't know why he's trying to go to Dallas. Dallas Dallas can't afford him at this point. If Dallas trades for Jamal Adams and then pays him that money, first of all, that one, that's a huge slap in the face to Dak. And two, what do you – like, you don't have the most important piece in this puzzle. You're getting everything else. Like, you don't have a QB. Nothing moves without the QB. We've seen that with the Jets in 2020, like FIFO talking about. Nothing can move without a QB. You can have the greatest defense of all, of all time. If you don't have at least a decent QB, it ain't going. What well, well, we will we call Matt Hasselbeck a decent QB? Or Tim Hasselbeck, whichever Hasselbeck won with the Ravens? Are you talking about Trent, uh, what's his name? Trent, Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. Yeah. That's it. Trent Dilfer. That's an, he's an anomaly. Is he the ruler or the exception? Is no, he, he the is the ruler or exception. But, but, but I'm saying Andy Dalton better than Trent Dilfer. 
I've, trust me, I have seen plenty of footage of Andy Dalton. <laughs> it ain't that much different. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm not saying that it is, but what I'm saying is, is that dudes like uh, Jer- uh, Jerry Jones, they feel that they're going to win no matter what because they're the ones making the moves. And that Andy Dalton, even though I think it is a solid pickup for them because it is a very quality backup and occasional starter, but I think Jerry Jones really feels that if I go get Jamal, I've already paid Zeke. I've paid Amari. i paid everything else. As long as we got a decent quarterback, we can win. I really feel that's how Jerry Jones thinks. Yeah. And he's been thinking that way for the last 20 years, since they, they last one with Emmitt and them. And it but, ain't but, been but, working since. But not necessarily because I think Tony Romo was a little bit better than um, – the middle of the pack. But he lucked up on Tony Romo. He was undrafted. It wasn't like, and he lucked up on that. Dak. 100%. Mm-hmm. That white man luck. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> you know, he, he can't draft he can't quarterbacks. Like, remember you had Quincy Carter and all these guys. Um, so I, he might make the move, you know. But, you know, Jamal Jamal ain't worth that money. Like, I, you know, if he, if I was running the Jets and he asked for that, yeah, you out. Holla. <laughs> um, because I think, and, you know, people said it, like I'm sitting here listening to you guys talk, and all I'm thinking about is, is Sam Darnold. And they, at some point, he's going to have to get paid. And especially if he's as good as they think he can be. So you don't want to invest all that money in Jamal Adams when the quarterback could be the one that take you over the top. So um, at some point, they'll probably come down from the asking price. I feel they'll probably have to, but he's he's legit, man. He's legit, like easy top three, top five. Yeah, I, I'm he, cool. I'm cool with that. But he clearly, but he ain't no Ed Reed. He ain't no Troy Palomalu. He ain't he no game. With him, man. He ain't no game changer like that. Otherwise, the Jets would have won some more games. No, 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 no. Well, me, yeah, we're well, talking me, about Troy well, Palomalu with Pittsburgh. That that well, team. I understand. Yeah. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer and right Ed now. Reed, the the uh, team, the players that you compared him to that won games have way better teams than Jamal Adams. I'm 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 saying he doesn't have an impact like those safeties, or even like if you look at a a, a defensive player like Nick Fitzpatrick, as soon as he got to the Steelers, he made a, a difference. Pause all that. So you're saying that Mika Fitzpatrick is better than Jamal Adams? That's, no, that... I'm saying I'm saying his impact on a team is better than Jamal Adams. I'm not and saying therefore Minka is better than Jamal Adams. No, I didn't say that. The better so so what you're saying oh wait, hold on. You I'm saying for as good as he is, I, I expect more impact. If Minka Fitzpatrick can have impact, he should have more impact. That's but, what but, I'm but the players in front of Minka are way better. TJ Watt is 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 CJ Mosley is, is is with the Jets. What do you mean? Okay. That's a good that's a good linebacker. And, and, and what else? They got like one D lineman and that's about it. Everybody else is super mediocre on that damn defense outside of them three. And he, he didn't have a coach. Sam Darnold was hurt. Do you know the Jets went six and two to finish the season? Six and two. So, I mean, it's, is that because of him? He's the reason why. Part he's of the it. Yeah. Team. He's top two best player, top three best player on that team. If you go six and two, you're a top three player. You're part of the reason why you go six and two, bro. Yeah, yeah. When, when Sam Darnold came back, they went six and two down the stretch. Nobody noticed. So what that tells me is that as great as he is, he's not a quarterback. He's not like the super elite running back. He plays defense. And he's damn sure ain't Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis can damn play defense on offense. 
That's how goddamn good he was. But um, Jamal Adams isn't that. So those he needs the offense has to be better. All these other pieces have to be in place for him to have the noticeable and impact. And that's why I, I, I look I look at him as a piece, not the piece. Because if he was the piece, I would be willing to pay. You, you, if you money. were to put Jamal Adams on that on that Pittsburgh team, you would have the same results. You would have better results. You're a better player than Minka. Way better player. They're not, they're not even the same. Hey, but FIFA, you, I always go back to this point because you brought this point, and I really like this point that you always bring up. Mm-hmm. If you can only be good with other people around you and you can't be good by yourself, that says a lot to me. But he was good by himself. Exactly. Not enough, to, not enough to impact the team like that. But at safety, bro, like, look, there, there's yeah. only but so much you can do. Because they, because Ken. You're literally, but you're literally the last line of defense. Like, if they get to me, it's an issue. It's a problem. It, like, it shouldn't <laughs> even get to me. Right. I like, should be literally the track. Like, here's the five. thing. Yeah, if, if, if Jamal Adams make plays and, and get turnovers or get B stops, big stops and do all that, if he does his job and makes an impact on the field, and you hand it back over to the offense, and they don't do shit with it. Like he, what is he gonna do? He can't run and throw it to himself. And that's fine. I agree with y'all on that. But for what he's asking for, and what the Jets are asking for to trade him, is he ain't worth it. He's not that impactful player. He ain't a, the position. Like you said, the position that he's in, he's the last line of defense, which means that by the time that things are blown up, he ain't helping out anyway. It's already too late. No, Damn no. It, no, no. See, the, the safety's primary job is to clean everything up. If it gets to me, I'm the hit, I'm the cleanup man. If the running back get to me, he can't get past me, bro. Because if he get past me, he's scoring. They're the cleanup man. They're they are one of the most important players on the field, but they're in in most cases they're not the most important defender. But when you have a great safety, it covers up a lot of different things because great safeties could come up and make hits. It's like yeah. having an extra linebacker on the field that they can go chase down or stay, you know, close enough to a, a dude that runs 4-3 out here, you know what I'm saying, and you could go defend the pass at the same time. So, so safeties are important, but they're not always the most important. Yeah, so no, I don't, I don't how close? That. How close was he with Odell when he ran that street, or that crossing route? But well, how many people? Uh, close I'm just saying, Odell, bro? you're telling me that he's top three. You're telling me that there's literally no other one better outside of maybe one or two uh, safeties, mm-hmm. and you're telling me that he can't guard Odell. Let me, let me that's you, when I pay. That's winners. not the safety's job. Safety jobs primarily are running backs and and tight ends. It's not the wide receivers. They no. apply additional support. You play Madden, bro. What do you primarily do? They play in coverage. They play off. They don't really play man-to-man. And when they do, they play running backs and they play tight ends, bro. They don't really line up against wide receivers like that. They hold up Beckham when healthy is a top three wide receiver, dog. And we're talking about arguably the shiftiest wide receiver in the league when healthy. So, no, there's not any safety, not even Ed Reed, not no Troy Palomaro. You're speaking blasphemous, man. Rob Woodson. No, they can't stay with him. They can't stay with him. Only Rod Woodson and maybe Charles Woodson. Those are the only two guys that play safety that could probably stay with an Odell Beckham dog. That's like, how they play on, corner. <laughs> and then they both play corner. Come on, man. So you paying them, FIFA? You you let the Jets to pay them? If I'm the Jets, no, I wouldn't. I would trade them. So then, so then, where is where is the value that I'm seeing in, in, in here? Where, and, where, and that's, but that's the reason why I'm trading them is because of my ineptitude, not because of Jamal Adams. 
is mine up to two as a franchise. I have not been able to maximize what he can do on the field because I haven't been able to put enough people around him. So therefore, I need to move on from him and bring in two, maybe three players that can actually do that, that can help bolster the entire roster. Instead of putting all my tips on that one guy that isn't going to do nothing for this particular team. Let, let, so, Shelton, you said he's not worth what he's asking for, right? No, no, it's not. Bifo, I think you're in agreement with that, and I think I'm in uh, – huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm, you're not worth no $20 million now. Three in terms of how much he's asking for. Uh, position, relative impact on the field compared to other positions that you need to allot money for. So we're acknowledging his talent, but we're also rec in agreement with you in terms of, yeah, uh, bro, you ain't worth 20 mil. Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't think I don't think he leaves the Jets. I don't think no one take. I don't think the Jets are going to ask for too much. And I don't well, think they're going to come down on the asking price. Now mm -hmm. they have to. They don't have a choice. They, they, they have to move on because he, he's, you know, he's a bad apple at this point for them. See, so, and, and that's the reason why you got to trade people. You don't resign him. You lose him to walking and you don't get nothing back for it. So what's the purpose? What's right. the purpose? Trade them. Yeah, they're going to have to come down. You're not going to get no two first-round picks for no damn safety, bro. But watch you they screw up because they're going to wait until the last minute and end up getting a, a terrible-ass deal for Jamal Adams. They're they going to get that Houston deal. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> about that because I, I've been surprised. I don't know if the Cowboys have had better negotiators, but they or uh, the teams that have traded with the Cowboys because Amari Cooper went for a first round, and he's damn sure not top three at his position. So – you never know. Someone, some team could be that desperate. That could be the Cowboys. I'd so, what, so what did you think? What did you think Amar Cooper was worth? You didn't think he's worth the first rounder? No, he's worth the second rounder at most. But, 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 to, but to the Cowboys, he yeah, was to worth, them. He was worth, worth that first rounder. Yeah, and that's was. fine. Because, that's because fine. they couldn't draft a wide receiver that was going to produce like Amari Cooper in the first round. So they just did this year. We haven't seen him play yet. I'm I'm checking for CD Lamb and I'm looking at CD Lamb's and, and, and Mark Cooper's stats. I love CD, but but I but I don't I don't see him doing what Amari does. But we just haven't seen him play yet. Yep. I, and go ahead, Ken. But but and and in this draft, yeah, but in the draft that I think where they traded for him, I don't think this level of talent was present. So if if we're talking about 2020 then, yeah, he probably wouldn't have been worth it because they probably could have found one. But, we, I mean, the evidence is on the field. He changed that franchise around when they got him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he was he was worth it for them. Yep. I mean, he's always had the talent. Uh, Oakland just didn't know what to do with him. They 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 jacked it up. Same situation. What do you it, think uh, Jamal's worth, Nick? Uh, per year? Yeah. I'll pay him, like, 12 to 14. I'm bad at this, so I don't know. I was just curious. 20 is a lot. I don't, I, 20, 20 is too much because you got to yeah. Especially yeah, with you, the Cowboys on that defense, like you got, again, they've got other players that they still got to pay. Prop, like you're not, coming down the line, too. Yeah, you're not going to reset the market. And nah. that's not going to happen. You to honest, pay like the top safety, but you're not going to pay, you're not going to get paid like you the only safety. Yeah, you ain't gonna change the you ain't gonna change the money uh, exchange for the position, nah. Cause he sounds he sounds like Jimmy Graham uh, when he was asking for his money. 
It's yeah, very we see what happened to him. It's uh, so that means they they damn sure won't sign Dak then. Yeah, they even they've been entertaining this trade for a minute because they were supposed to trade for him last. Yep. it was him. It was him and uh, who was it? Earl, uh, the safety who was who's with Baltimore now. Um, Earl Thomas. Yeah, yeah. It was between him. Well, they were trying to get Earl Thomas earlier, but obviously that fell through. And then Jamal Adams came up in the middle of last season. But he but, he and he may be willing to take less because he wants to go play there. Yeah, he's from Dallas. Yeah, so he may be like, all right, well, if, if, if it's not 20, I'll take 15 or 14 or 12. Maybe I can make that up elsewhere. Or maybe I just want to win. When you've been with a team like that, man, shit, and you've been losing, like, horribly, how much is winning worth to you? You know, so – but I want to go back to this. Uh, these players that, that's talking about that don't want to play – this season. This is the first time we've heard this. This is a bit, I won't say it's a game changer, but it's, it's noticeable for them to speak out like this. The NFL. The players are, you talking about the NFL? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, look, I would like to know who's talking. You're right, you know, me too. Who these players are, mm-hmm. um, because that matters. But the NFL. They're a mafia. They're a gangster. They like everything. They're, they're f- fucking on government. Um, I wonder. Well, I don't see them capitulating to this at all. But it's going to be very, very interesting to watch how they handle this. We'll be back after this quick break. Yeah, and how this plays out, and what who else is going to start coming out? Not at the not at the not at not at the bait. The bed is laid out. Who mm-hmm. else is going to come? What other players, what other NFL, you know, what other teams or managers? Like, yeah, you're right, Ken. I am interested to see how this is going to play out because when I saw that, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but like you said, like you always said, Ken, like these white folks don't play when it comes to that money. And, you know, with all these TV contracts and everything that's already set for the NFL, it's the, it's the, it's the highest gross, you know, sport in the U.S. and probably in the world. And it's just like, man, they ain't going to mess around with that money. I'm going to let you know right now, the NFL been showing their cards when they got the replacement refs. They don't mind replacing players. <laughs> they, they, they'll, they'll reboot the, – they'll do the Zykes, how FIFO's GM in the Browns right now. <laughs> they going to do the exact same thing. They'll let everybody go and start over. Hey, y'all look up and see uh, Keanu Reeves out there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like nah. the goddamn replacements. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it, man, because they've been – noticeably quiet and you know with Fauci coming out and saying what he said um with this first wave starting to pick back up and a possible or rumored horrible second wave um we'll see but the NFL I mean they've already went on on record of saying look if you get it you get it so if you don't want to play just like the NBA was like all right you don't want to play like um David Bertans was like nah I ain't going like saying there's like a report that three Spurs players are talking about not playing either. Like, all right, is LeBron going to be here? That's right. what matters. It's, it's LeBron, Kawhi, and uh, who's the third? And Giannis. They don't, they don't care about Kawhi. They don't need him. Is LeBron playing? <laughs> I, I saw they got rid of a damn um, Kawhi play or not, man. Trevor Reason said he's not playing. 
And they don't give a damn hey, about that, that about say, I, I, I could give a damn about Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza, oh, he's trying to catch that virus. This ain't, this ain't 09 when he was with the Lakers. Well, he, he, he said he wants to spend time with his son. Uh, yeah, of, of course. He will have he all the time. They do need Kawhi because they need that, uh, that Lakers-Clippers thing that they've been trying to build. What you but, been trying to build? It's been working. Uh, yeah, no, it did. It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Speaking so, of yeah. NBA, um, I was looking on ESPN again as well, and they kind of got the NBA draft lottery as far as the potential order um, of how things could shake out um, with the top five picks so far being Golden State, Cleveland, Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit and New York are, as far as the Knicks, are like the fifth and sixth pot as far as interchangeable. Um, what do y'all think about uh, Golden State possibly having a number one overall pick? So unfair. It's so unfair. But um, I think it's interesting um, if they do take my guy, Anthony Edwards, because, you know, like that dude is a physical beast, man. I, th- I think outside of James Wiseman, physically he's the most ready guy in this draft. And, um, man, like I-, I think it would be so unfair because now you got a, a legit – dude that can penetrate with, with, with muscle and strength and power because obviously Steph gets there off of finesse. Uh, Clay runs around like Reggie Miller, you know what I'm saying? He don't need dribbles to get buckets. Uh, but Anthony Edwards also got a three and he's streaky. So I, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's really unfair um, because you got a guy that, you know, I think you could put a lot on his shoulders very early on. And I think he's, he has that type of mentality that he's going to respond um, or if they take James Wiseman, I think his skill set lends to what the guys already do. He he's he, he's like Chris Bosh, but bigger. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more athletic. So, man, it's so unfair if they get the number one pick. Now, if they get a top two, top three pick, I'm cool with that because obviously they were trash. But the number one pick, yeah, that's unfair. Yeah, I saw um, some teams were cooling off of uh, Lamelo FIFO. You, have you seen that? Um, I, I think LaMelo's not everybody's cup of tea. And I was watching some of LaMelo uh, ball highlights. I was also watching Anthony Edwards highlights literally the other night. And um, I like LaMelo, but it depends on where he goes. Um, People hedging. <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. I like him in New York because just the box offedness of who LaMelo is. Like, he's going to put butts in seats. He's yeah. that good. He's that talented. I think he has the highest IQ in this draft. Mm. I think he, his passing ability was so underrated because he played with both of his older brothers. But that last year at Spire and then the year that he had um, in Australia, bro, his, his passing ability is next level. There's no better passer in this draft. Um, and the other place that I really like him only because – they wouldn't take Anthony Edwards just because they couldn't because of draft order, but the Atlanta Hawks. And I've been thinking about it. Okay, LaMelo's a a defensive liability. So is Trey Young. How do you win with that? But I think that offensively it works so well that it's too hard to pass up LaMelo if you can't get Anthony Edwards. Because you're talking about a dude that's 6'8", but he's only 18, going to be 19. He he's, may grow another inch. You don't know. He's definitely going to get bigger. You see, we see his dad. We, we're looking at Zoe, and we already know what Jello is. Um, and then it gives Trey Young and LaMelo time to play off the ball. 
because both of those guys are really good off the ball. And they both are similar players in terms of passing, I think, is their uh, both of their best abilities. Shooting is their second best ability. And LaMelo has a lot of different layup packages. You know what I'm saying? So he can get to the lane and finish. So I, I, I like that combo of LaMelo and Trey offensively. Defensively, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But then you add Cam Reddish to that mix. So I, I, I like LaMelo in Atlanta, and I like him in New York. Other places, I'm very questionable. You basically just want him in Atlanta. That's all you got to really say. No, <laughs> I do not want no because, because I prefer Anthony Edwards here. I, I really do because when I look at the construction of, of, of the squad, we have a lot of pretty boys. You know what I'm saying? If, if you look at uh, the Hawks roster, you know, John Collins can get grimy a little bit. You know, he's a finisher around the rim. But Anthony Edwards plays with a certain edge that nobody on the Hawks has right now. And, and I want that edge. I, I want that 6'5", 220-pound frame imposing his will. You know, because, because think about the type of spacing. You got Kevin Huter. You got DeAndre um, – I want to say Hopkins, but I know it's not Hopkins. Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. You got Cam Reddish. So, so you know you're going to have floor spacing. You know what I'm saying? I would even like James Wiseman here, even though they, we made a trade for uh, Clint Capella – you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, James Wiseman and John Collins? I'd rather have that than Kelly Capella. So they, they, they have some ways to go. Anthony Edwards first, LaMelo second, and James Wiseman third for the Hawks. For I think LaMelo to the Hawks would be horrible because I think Trey would just be pushed to the side because he can do everything probably Trey can do except – and he's taller. So it's just that's – that's, that's too many MCs, not enough mics for me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he could pass, man. He, he, I'm telling you, he, he's not trying to gun like that. And I, I think the Hawks have the offensive system that they, they play that fast pace. They play at the, at the pace that I think will get everybody easy shots. Nah. Yeah, I'm nervous about him going to New York because I feel like he's, he's like an Antonio Brown, like super talented, but could be difficult in the locker room coaching-wise, like if it comes down to it. Um, but I do, but I do agree with you, uh, FIFA, as far as like the talent on, and then mix that all with what the Knicks got going on. As far I like the pieces they've got, uh, as far as they've collected, and I think if he got there, that would be interesting. But at the same time, point guards usually run the show, and I don't know if I trust him enough to be. But I think he's enough. a combo guard. I don't think he's a point guard. Point guard. I think he. But they're gonna they're gonna put him at point though. Of course, because uh, well, it depends. Like the Knicks would put him at point. Yeah, the that's Hawks what I mean. Put him at the two. The 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 the, the um, Golden State Warriors will put him at the two. So it depends on where he goes. What about Cleveland? Cleveland probably gonna have the number one. Man, Cleveland, look, look, first Hell. of all, they gonna drop the college. They don't need another. Uh, guard. They don't need a guard. Period. Hey, we said the same. We said Arizona didn't need a quarterback. They got Kyler Murray. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but Kyler Murray was working though. Hey, Kyler Murray said he's going to kneel next year. Yeah. I like, okay, I, I will see. Where yeah, were all we'll y'all Negroes at four years ago when only 11 of y'all decided to, to, to do it? Um, but, yeah, you're right, man. I, I, I wish I could give you a basketball reason why LaMelo in Atlanta wouldn't work and would be horrible. I can't give you a basketball reason why, but I think it would be a hot mess. Just the defensive right end. The pretty boys. Because Trey Young hair is a little too straight for me. 
sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the defensive side, man. They, them two ain't gonna guard nobody put together. It's just it's just not gonna happen. It wouldn't be a good look on defense at all. Offense, I think they could make it work, but defensively, you need somebody who can step up and play some defense. And even with the Cam Reddish and, and, and players like that, they don't have it. They don't have a defensive player to do that. Anthony Edwards is going to grow into that. And like my brother said, he he, he depends on the three a lot, too. It take, it's going to take a second for his game to get where it needs to be. So Plus, they got that other guy that Shelton talk about all the time. Which one? Don't he play for the Hawks? Which one? I don't know his oh, name. Your boy. Oh, the one you – yeah, you was, you was – Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he played point. Oh, Brent, yeah. Brandon Goodwin, yeah. they, they ain't going to take Brandon out. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon's a lot. <laughs> Brandon's a lot. <laughs> I like Anthony Edwards, though. Um, Me too. So, so who who do y'all think is, like, the, 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 the top? So, is Wiseman, LaMelo, and Anthony Edwards a lock for the top three? They are. I don't I think, think LaMelo so. is anymore. No, nah, they got uh no Lamelo's still number one. Uh, Denny uh, Avidad or I don't know what that name. But he's the number two as far as uh, player. Then it's Anthony Edwards. On? I'm on ESPN. Um, <laughs> these are the top. These are the top four players. Oh no, nah, you need to go find another site. They don't what, like Anthony. Like, Anthony Edwards is three, and then the last one is James Wiseman. That's four. Those are the top four players in the draft right now. Man, what about Ob Toppin? Ob Toppin is going to be the play rookie of the year. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> he, he's probably the most the most ready. I I I, I think I think oh I think going to have a good rookie year. I don't know what his ceiling is, man. Like Ob is weird to me. Because uh, you're, you're talking about a tweener, um, obviously athletic, can run and jump, do a lot of things, got a jumper, has IQ, ball handling ability. But I just – I don't know how he dominates in the NBA. And I don't know if he's going to be a dominant player. He just may be a, a great role player. You know, like Shane, yeah. Shane Batten was a damn lottery pick. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. Yeah. He, he just needs to get – he reminds me of uh, Bridges with the, with the Hornets. Uh, Bridges just play solid basketball. You know he can get you twenty, and and he just can play ball, man. He's just a ball player. Um, you know where I see him. You know, you know why I think he fits, just because of what they're trying to do. And obviously they don't have a direction, but they need to start moving in a direction. I think Obi Toppin would make sense. Would be the Cleveland Cavs. Cleveland. Cleveland. I know that's what you're gonna say. Because you got to move on from Tristan. You got to move on from K Love. That'll create space for him. Him and Larry Nance, I think, can play together. Yeah. Um, Obi got more range than Larry Nance. Um. So you know that could be your small ball four or five. So I, right. I to me Cleveland, especially because the last two drafts you drafted guards. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you need to start drafting something else to complement yeah. guards. Yeah. So, they need they need a strong wing, and I think he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Oh man, I, yeah, my my thing, my tripod failed, but I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I, I was hoping it wasn't you that failed. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Ob in Cleveland makes a lot of sense. I thought about that too. Um, my brother talked about he always talked about Killian Hayes too. So Killian Hayes is is supposed to be really nice point guard, six six. Um, out of he's in the French uh, basketball league. But he he's pretty nice too, from what I can tell. So it's it's just gonna be interesting to see where these boys go and how they play. When is the draft? Is it October now? 
I I, I don't know when they're gonna do it. Uh, let me see. October fifteenth. When is the draft normally though? The draft is normally it would have been done. Yeah, normally around this time. Yeah. It's normally around yeah. Yeah, this week. That's what yeah. I thought. October oh yeah, 15th. this week. Because it's always after the NBA finals. The draft is always after the NBA finals. Yeah. Hey, what's bugging me out though is they're talking about delaying every all these seasons, right? What happens to the year after? That's my question. Are you gonna go back to the regular schedules, or Mm-mm. they you, push you it cross- back and then they may play uh, another shorter season to get back in sync with the calendar? Oh, okay. Because I, I was gonna say, I think about that with all sports. I'm like, okay, so we playing different times. How are we gonna get back on schedule? Are we just, or is this the new norm? Yeah, the NBA said that that they were looking to, uh, you know, do a shorter season next year, like 60 games, which would be great because that's something that's been talked about on here a lot. Uh, I know Nick has pushed for it um, a lot on here. So we'll find Well, not 60. I would say six. I would say 70 to six, 65 to 70 is a good range. 60 yeah. sounds – if you ain't in 20 games, you can figure out who's going to be <laughs> damn near in the playoffs by that point. I mean, I, I think I just, that's good because it makes for more meaningful games if you, if you shorten the season by 20 games. I mean, you know, it, it, I think it would make the regular season a little bit more watchable. I mean, of course, guys like myself and FIFA will probably watch regular season NBA like crazy. Anyway. But I think, but I think the 60 games, it will, it will bring – it. Will, like I said, it will make the regular season games a little more intense, a little more meaningful, and I think more people will watch it because they'll be like, okay, yeah, this is some serious ball going on. Right. Well, the NBA got a problem on their hands because uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida and jacked that whole damn state up. Yeah, I was I was reading about that. Yeah, man, like they um they're saying they may be the next New York, like the next epicenter here with with cases. So they're lucky that Florida can basically self isolate themselves and put themselves in the bubble. But that has to be, you know, concerning to see that happen and. Knowing that there is no plan B, so now you're really talking like if the cases would have stayed at least even, yeah. or started to at least go down a little bit, it would make it a lot easier. I still think they're gonna probably play regardless because a lot of the players' mind is set on it now. But he got to get that shit under control because you got that shit going up. You got all these college players catching that shit left and right, which they'll be fine. These motherfuckers are like goddamn young. Fucking stallions and shit. So they'll you be jealous. <laughs> he was talking about your back earlier. He was like, God damn, boy. <laughs> I know. So, you know, a lot of them, uh, for the most part, should recover, except for those that have underlying conditions. Like, you don't want to lose a life, and that would be tragic. But, you know, most college football teams are what, 50, 60 some players, like I would imagine. So if, if 29 of them coming down with it, they basically doing herd immunity. So at some point, they all going to catch it and then go back to normal, then they'll be able to play. So but so that's the situation. And then the other guy, uh, what's, what's that guy, the, the one in Mississippi, talking about he ain't going to play until the state changed the flag? I hope he already filed his transfer papers because he ain't stepping on that field anytime soon yeah, at all. Speaking of, I saw in the chat, I forgot who said it, um, let's see if I can find it. But they found another goddamn noose in Sonoma. Traced all really. Yep. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Bubba Wallace. You need to get the hell out of there. 
Wow. Who buys who buys rope like like who's buying stock and rope like that? This might be Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse trying to love. <laughs> he trying to spread awareness. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that man. These mother man. This is gonna be interesting to watch too. I mean, it's easy to denounce it, but them motherfuckers in NASCAR are mad. Like they hot. They are. They are mad. Like to 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 know <laughs> that. You took their flag away. They upset, kid. Yeah, they, they thought they were safe. Yeah. Like they they, did. anybody thought they weren't gonna be touched, I guarantee it was nice car people. So, you know, that hit that hit close to home for them, so they're gonna fight. Yeah, because they like, we ain't even the black people demographic. Why you messing with us? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they don't even watch us. <laughs> we ain't got shit to do with this, man. <laughs> Yeah, ain't even no black lives on the track. Because <laughs> every, every time I try to watch NASCAR, the first thing I think of, this is a waste of gas. <laughs> it is a complete waste of gas. This is true. This is true. But, yeah, man, damn, that's, that's, that's fucked up. I hope that brother is okay. Somebody said uh, they called it Noose Car. Somebody put that in the chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was uh, um, Young Whirling. Yeah, that shit was funny. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, all I got. Know, what's the chances y'all think the NBA starts July 31st? I, I think it is. I say 80, 85% chance. 100. It's about the money. It's going 100. On. Yep. <laughs> It's gonna happen. What do you think, Shelton? I don't know, man. I mean, it. It. it I'm thinking more August. I, I think it's gonna. It's gonna happen. I just don't know about July 31st. But you think okay. it's gonna be August first? What's the difference? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe August 15th. You know what I'm saying? Like, like somewhere in that range. It, some sometime in August. Put it that way. They may push it back a couple weeks and and try. You know. Try just to throw throw the people off, but they gonna. I think I the longer they put, the more they push it back, the more likely he's not coming back. That's yeah. why I'm. I, yeah. I think it's eighty eighty five percent if they start. Like if if that's the official start day, I'm leaning towards that. I'll I'll be like, okay, most likely he's coming back. But if they say all, oh, the only way I think that it doesn't happen if a lot of big names plan not to play. Right. You know, that's the only way it gets pushed back. But I think if the biggest stars are going to play. The NBA season will. And, and when is what, what's your percentage, Nick? I mean, uh, B. Uh, probably like. They don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, probably like. Probably like sixty mm, percent, maybe. Yeah, I would say sixty. Gotcha. Yeah. Because when is the deadline? They got to tell everybody they got. You know, if they plan or not. It has to be. Towards the top of July, I would think. Yeah, I, th I thought it was like, yeah, like around the fourth, of, you know, close to like, you know, yeah, like Nick said, the top of July, early July ish or whatever. Yeah, I was trying to find it, but because they got to get all their families down there and stuff. Oh no, they, yeah. they got to tell they got to tell them about tomorrow. Oh, okay, there you go, the twenty third, huh? So yeah, so tomorrow's gonna be an interesting. No, 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 Wednesday, the twenty twenty fourth. 
Yeah, I would say it's definitely more than fifty percent. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's. I mean, it looked like everything is damn near set as far as in the you know start back plan or whatever. So, I would be shocked if we don't if it if it doesn't. I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be like. I'd be like, well, you know, they need to wrap it up anyway. I mean, it need to be no season. I don't, I don't think they should come back anyway. But, but you know, your ass gonna watch. Yeah, I know. I am. I am gonna watch. I am. But I still <laughs> think like I'm still like, man, just chalk it up and just start on Christmas Day. That's what I. That's what I. That's how I feel. Start the new season Christmas Day. So you willing to wait till Christmas now for for any kind of sport? No, I mean, I'm talking about specifically for that. We gonna get the NFL. I mean, you know, the NFL is gonna happen. You know, uh, what else is supposed to be going on in the fall? Right, well, you know, more basic. We probably ain't going to have no baseball. Damn. But like I said, NFL talking about not starting in January, so. I've got, I've, I've, Man, the white folks will lose their goddamn money. Thank, thank you, kid. <laughs> that shit. Um, hey, Shelton, I, I, I am in the mindset that, that NFL will start one time. Like, regardless if they have, if they can have uh, fans in the stands or not, if they we still gonna get. It's still gonna be NFL. You know what I mean? They still gonna have the right. NFL. So they gonna do like Atlanta, put fake crowd noise in the stadium, <laughs> or whatever. But they, like Ken said, they're gonna have the NFL. NFL is gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, or not, they're gonna have it. I can't fathom a whole calendar year of no sports. Like I just like all that money. Like look at this. Twenty twenty had was supposed to be a great year for sports. March Madness, the Olympics. The the NBA finals, you know, obviously we were gonna get uh baseball. All that's canceled now. Are a lot you- of black quarterbacks in the NFL. The black quarterbacks were, were running the NFL. A brother won the Super Super Bowl. As, you know, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. And there, yeah. Hey, that's ain't that better. Ain't that about a bitch? As soon as we start winning, that's when the world gonna end. <laughs> let me let me find out. COVID, COVID was a cover up to get the black quarterbacks down the top. Right. <laughs> the only thing I got hope for is just boxing matches, man. That's the only thing I got hopeful for is boxing matches. Hey, man, and they've been bo- boxing been on pretty regular. They had like uh, ESPN, yeah, top rank, top rank been having uh uh, uh fanless bo- boxing arenas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, like Thursday night, it came on Thursday, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. MMA was on Saturday night as well. It was it was a good good weekend for for boxing. Didn't no boy retire again? Who? Connor? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Connor retired again. Well, yeah, again. I think he retired just for good this time. I don't know. He was supposed to box Floyd, right? Uh, for the rematch, I mean, that was just that was talked about. But I don't think it was gonna happen. Yeah, no. I don't think it was unless 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 they was willing to pay them dumb. Um, Amount of money, but I don't think like three hundred million or something like that. Yeah, like it had to be like a dumb amount. I would think Floyd and Connor would have definitely put on another boxing fight, but nah. Hey, did y'all know soccer was as racist as it is? Yes, I didn't know. I don't follow soccer, so I didn't know. Yeah, I knew. I knew it based. I mean, I don't follow it that well, but hella Africans (laughs) like soccer, so you kind of get here's some things, but yeah. No one in the in the world really likes black people. That's what soccer pretty much points out. Because they'll call they call you would think soccer would be more, I guess, not more inclusive, but because it's a world sport that they'll be used to different races and all that stuff. Nah, they be calling them black people on the, on those soccer teams who be playing for 
like the, the the premier soccer leagues and stuff. They call them monkeys and all that stuff too. Shit's fucked they, up. They even man. throw, yeah, they threw banana peels at some people too. Yep. That shit's fucked I up. I didn't man. know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They be going in. They be going in. They be cussing them black. <laughs> they call them every goddamn thing you can think of. And they be playing for they. They usually be the best player on their Euro League too. Mm-hmm. But do they? But do my my question is: Do they discriminate or do they just are they hard on like everybody who's not with them? Because I I don't know that part. You know what I'm saying? It don't it don't matter really when you when you calling somebody a monkey and throwing a banana peel like that's 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 not heckling. That's like yeah. <laughs> over I mean, I know, no, I know it's racism, but I'm saying are they doing that to their people on their own team? Or they just ta- attacking the other team because I I know they they kind of all the way around races over there though right? Well, so so I listen to a lot of podcasts around the world, and it's so interesting to hear them talk about racism in their country, like in the UK and Canada, and all all kind of shit like that. So that's how I be knowing about hearing about all this shit, man, and reading those stories about you know, the shit that be going on in, in those other sports. Oh, well, and definitely in soccer, because I'd be reading those headlines and shit like that. But um, so to answer your question, I, I think is I think it's somewhat both. I think is it's heckling because they don't like black people, but you got to cheer for them already because they're on your team. So it's like, what right. so, but yeah, that, so I think it's, it's, it's both. But just start paying attention. That's why they. That's why um, some of them were were kneeling back then. They're they're also sexist, very misogynistic as well. Like soccer, as a culture, as a sport, is fucked up. But it's a very very popular sport. And for the life of me, I don't understand how they've managed with this popularity to overcome a lot of these societal issues that they they have in the in the court but they do it's the money the money the money can come bury all that yeah and like you said it's, it's the most popular sport in the world i know we like to think american football is but it's really soccer nah, soccer and, yeah and, and when they do their world uh that fifa world cup man yeah if we it, did a, if we did a soccer show shit there's a there's a couple's uh before the pandemic there was a couple sports bars that were just like pure soccer for um the Atlanta team and all that and even just like for overseas it's it's got a, Atlanta has a good fan base for soccer yeah it says soccer has I went to a soccer game I had went to Atlanta United soccer game I mean the atmosphere was cool as hell but I didn't know what the fuck was going on it says <laughs> it says that soccer soccer is number one cricket is number two and basketball is number three cricket. Mm-hmm. Who they called the damn survey? I don't know. Where is where is football it's, on this? It's, it's where the population's at. These the pop the more people that play this sport is gonna get more, you know, attention. Not a lot no one really outside of the US plays American football. I mean a little bit now in the in the UK, but even then that's barely barely that. Barely. All right, yeah. I I was just trying to Google, man. Yeah, like August third, twenty nineteen. Zenit St. Petersburg fan displays a banner to Brazilian Malcolm stating that black players aren't welcome at the club. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna drop this link in the chat, man. This, this like soccer, man. They 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 on some other shit. They on <laughs> October 14th. 
Bulgaria fans make Nazi salutes and monkey noises aimed at England's black players during the Euro 2020 qualifier. Damn. They get creative too. They get creative. <laughs> hey, I would say that about white people. White people are the most creative races. <laughs> Boy, man, you got to give them credit for that. Boy, they be coming up with some shit. Oh, shit, but. Hey, hey, let me ask y'all a question on here while, while I got y'all. My brother sent me something, and I really would like to know people's take on this. Who was the better player, Charlie Ward or Michael Vick in college? In college? Who was the most talented out of the two? I, I, I'm just going by Vic because, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't hear about Charlie Ward until he won a Heisman and played in the NBA. I never watched his college career, so I'm, I'm going to say Vic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say Vic, too. I witnessed Vic's entire college career, and I was mm -hmm. like, holy shit. But I've never witnessed Charlie Ward's career at Florida State. Charlie was special. That's all I can say. He was a special, special football player. It, it was amazing what he did to play basketball. It was, it was, it was on Dion's level as far as to be able to switch sports like that. Because he was quarterback, wasn't he? Did he play quarterback? Yeah, at yeah he was. He was the QB, QB one. He was. He was the man. Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, yeah I never. I, like I said, I never. Go, go I back and watch. Some. I, I'm trying to think. Was I was I watching college football that year? Because yeah, I, I'm like, man, I didn't even remember hearing about dude. I, I don't know. Please, please, be go back and watch some of his some of his uh, game film. It, it was it was fun to watch. Florida State was really mm -hmm. fun to watch back then. I'll go Vic too, only because man, I, I remember that <laughs> national championship game. Man. Yeah, Vic was unreal, man. man in when he brought yeah, man, I remember watching that dude was like what. In the hell, this this guy's gonna blow the NFL away. Yeah, yeah. Char Charlie was good though. I remember Charlie was. Char Charlie could play. Charlie was good, man. Um, but yeah, Vic Vic was just Vic was something else. But I, I guess it depends on the criteria he he's talking about. Because I mean, you know, Vic was definitely athletic and ran all over the field and was electrifying. Um, so, you know, what Vic type of – Vic never won a Heisman either, though, did he? Did Vic, win? Vic never won a Heisman, did he? Mm -mm. Uh -huh. Peter Warwick won, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Peter Warwick sure did. Because he turned that game around, remember? I think Vic brought him all the way back. He sure he did. Like return or something. He sure did. I remember that, Ken. Damn, I remember that. Yep. that that's, who, that's, that's who C.D. Lamb is, Peter Warwick. Yep. That that's game exactly was Peter Warwick versus Michael Vick. That's literally – and, and I have not witnessed many college football games that it literally turns on to a one-on-one -on -one battle. One-on-one. -on -one. That literally was a one-on-one -on -one battle. It was Peter Ward versus Michael Vick that whole game. Yep. That was a great game. Great game. It was. Very underrated. Like, when ESPN does all of their top college football games, that one rarely gets put up there. But that was one of the best games ever played. Mm -hmm. uh, Sebastian Pierre uh, said that cricket is huge in India and Britain. Britain doesn't shock me, but I don't know about India, so appreciate. Nah, yeah, that. India, India, they they be playing that hella. Like if you go on a college campus, you all the Indian students and Asian students be playing that. Damn. Okay. Shit. All right. Well. Anyway. Um, 
damn, cricket, the number, the, the second most popular sport. In it, it looks, it looks well, so well, shitty, but well, it, see, it, it, a lot you, of people play it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What I noticed about this list and what I didn't think about is not the most popular watch sport. It's the most popular played sport, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So that's what, that's what the difference in this list is. More people play it than the other sports. So that's, I guess that's where it comes from. I got you. I got you. Football, they watched it, but they, you know. Well, a lot of people watch soccer too. That's why. So, but yeah, that still makes sense. But everybody, but growing up, that's your first sport usually. Like you play soccer. Yeah. Wait, wait, say it again, Nick. At least that's what it was for me and my homies. Our first sport, like as far as like a youth, like when you were like a toddler, you playing soccer. It depends. Not, not, not not for this. Not for this guy here, girl. <laughs> no, soccer was way afterthought. Like, I mean, I think it's dope now. You know, kids as in Detroit now, or whatever, or you know, in, even in Michigan, that's playing soccer now. But in growing up in the eighties, the basketball or football, and baseball was baseball was third too because I played baseball. But it was basketball, football, and baseball was really the only sports that mattered in Detroit. So yeah, I, I could definitely say Chicago. I don't know what you're talking about with soccer, bro. Yeah. In Chicago, right. basketball, when I was coming up in Miami, everybody played football. And, and here's the thing, though. I, I agree with B. I like kids playing soccer first because it works on your footwork. And that footwork in soccer translates to every sport. Everything. Translates to everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what about you, it, it was It was the same for me. We, we played basketball and football. In mixed baseball, well, we play baseball too. All three of those sports. I but played. First, I did, yeah, yeah, I did play some soccer though, but but I played soccer more, you know, more at school. And at we home, laughed at soccer. <laughs> yeah, at home it was it was basketball. Basketball like, was always we first. We laughed at soccer. We was like, man, you trying to play soccer? You lame as hell. Like that was how. We <laughs> Like that's how we was. I'm serious. That's how we yeah. was growing up in, in the D, man. Like you like soccer, like. We we play like, we play soccer. You like what the fuck is that? Like you better go you better go overseas somewhere and play that shit. We don't play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you should play. Uh, I'm dead. Uh, I'm dead. I understand. I understand. And, and you definitely wasn't watching it. Ain't nobody got it. Hell no, 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 it was it was, it was never watched. Was yeah. Ken, Ken is over there dying, dog. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like that's because you reminded him of the conversation he overheard <laughs> back in the day about niggas playing soccer. Ken is done. <laughs> Ken is done. Oh man, yeah. Nah, be right though. Yeah, nobody's like soccer, nigga. What? <laughs> I, I, it, it may be a generational thing. It may be like the late. It gotta be. It got hey, hey, yeah, Nick, we play. Everybody else. When you said the first thing, kids play. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Time out. Flag on the play. Like, we play. We play kickball. Was not worried about no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kickball and dodgeball. That's it. Right. Hey, dodgeball was more popular with than the soccer, soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> dodge, dodge That's probably why you got confused, Nick. <laughs> we weren't playing ball. soccer. <laughs> we, was not, we was not playing soccer in the fucking '80s, dude. Like we was not playing that. But. <laughs> But Nick, you're absolutely right. Now it is a generational thing. Um, to FIFO's point, yeah, like what you said will probably be somewhat of a true statement for my kids because they they started out 
uh, playing soccer at like two and shit. Um, yeah. Yep. So they got yeah. like right a huge soccer association right up the street from my house. Like, it's, and then it's I can afford to put them in soccer too. I can afford to put them in soccer. Yeah. Like, you know, my mom wasn't paying for any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even right. when we uh, where we record dead end, like they always got. There's a soccer game always like with every summer or yep. oh, yeah. fall. Yeah. They stay playing till late at mm-hmm. night. Yep. Yes, it's one. It's one of those same buildings right up the street from my house, and it's 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 packed with kids. It's like hundreds of kids out there, and that's not an exaggeration. It's it's literally probably a thousand kids that play it. This this place is huge right up the street, so it's it's it's, 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 a, it's a big sport now. I think it, I think it's dope. is now way more popular now than it was when I was growing up. You know, when Ken, like you know myself and Ken was growing up, or even you should. Like I think it's dope to see it now, you know, getting popular here in the states. But back when I was growing up, <laughs> hell no, that shit was so laughed at. That shit was so laughed at. Cause you he was laughing too. He was laughing too. Like, yeah, huh? you can get full ride with that shit. So as a parent, I'm thinking yeah. shit. Yeah. And you can make a lot of money. It's like you need to play this shit right here. Yeah. Right. That and tennis. Tennis is another one. Yep. You get your yeah. kids in tennis. You gotta hmm? play some golf too. Yeah. Golf. golf. Golf yeah. is that long term. You get good at yeah. golf, you can play at two ninety nine. Yeah, I think my next door neighbor's playing golf. He's gonna be playing in college next year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he, he got a little scholarship for that. So yeah, but yeah, a lot that's, of that's lot way of, to go. Lot of single, lot of single parent households. They can't afford golf though. Golf is expensive. Yeah, sport. golf to it. The clubs alone would be like hell no. Nah. Yeah. Mm. Damn, B, you was making fun of the soccer kids, bro. <laughs> Nigga trying to find another way out. You got to say only football and basketball, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I was making fun. If someone brought up soccer, I'd be like, man, you better get the fuck on with that. <laughs> Every time. I miss football. I miss football. And a lot of my friends. It wasn't just me. It was, about, it was me and, like, all my boys, man. Like, we was all, like, soccer. Like, motherfucker, take your ass to Europe and play that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was going in, dude. We used to go in on motherfuckers that brought up soccer. Like, nah, nah. We see you on the hardwood, buddy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't grow up that culture, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, that was a fun discussion, man. So uh, we got to get out of here. We appreciate you guys showing up. Uh, we, we almost there, y'all. We're going we gonna to do a countdown now <laughs> until, they, until basketball. That's what we're going to do. July is next, next week. Um, so we, we're going to start a countdown, but, um, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.